In a world that's constantly shouting who you should be, have you ever stopped to think, who am I, really? I wanna take you through eight powerful steps where you're going to uncover the true you. You're going to align with your deepest values and you're gonna come out the other side with a new sense of direction and joy and fulfillment that you may have not felt before. I wanna introduce you to Awaken Me, a journey to finding you, which is a transformative experience. It's crafted by me, Amy Wine, an award-winning marriage and family therapist, professional counselor, and peak performance mindset coach, and a business strategist. I understand how to help people find out who they are at their core. And this is designed to do that past all labels and expectations of other people, of who they think we are, and who they say we should be. So isn't it time to find out who you are and get out from under of all the expectations of the roles you play and who everybody else thinks and says you should be and how you should act? Because I think it's time to awaken your true potential in life. So join me on this journey, hit the link below, and step into a life that you were meant to live. I'll see you inside. Welcome to Couch Time with Amy Wine, the podcast that's all about helping high achievers like you thrive in life, relationships, and business. Hey there, I'm your host, Amy Wine, and each week I will be bringing you insights, inspiration, and practical strategies to help you live your best life. So whether you're looking to improve your relationships, grow your business, or find more meaning and purpose, you have come to the right place. With expert interviews, real-life stories, and actionable advice, Couch Time with Amy Wine is the ultimate guide to personal growth and success. So grab your cup of coffee or a tea, like me, get comfortable on that couch, and join me for real life, real relationships, real people. It is time to take your life to the next level, and I am here to help you every step of the way. Hey, 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 welcome back to Couch Time. This is Amy, and I am starting a new series today. It's going to be a five-episode series, and it is the number one thing that I hear from people that actually keeps them up at night, and that is how to find their rhythm between work and personal life. But before we dive in, I want to know who here struggles with finding how to find a rhythm in their life, relationships, and business? You're like, Amy, that's a silly, silly question, right? Such a silly question because that's all of us. But what if it didn't have to be like that? All right, you are going to want to dive in here with me. This is not another how do you find balance in your life episode. It's the exact opposite. Let's go. I have a personal story I think many of you are going to be able to relate to. And there was a significant time in my personal life that I thought, Everything's going to fall down around me. My marriage is going to fall apart. My children, I don't even begin to know what I thought was going to happen to them. I was going to grad school for counseling. 
And I wanted to finish a three-year program in two years. So when I said I was going to quit my job and go back to school, I didn't want to harm my family. I have three children at home. So I'm like, what's my end date and what I going to do to get there? So between 17 to 20 hours of grad school, a semester, which is usually unheard of. It's usually eight to 12. So I was going to grad school. I was working full time at opening a counseling center at a nonprofit and doing their marketing. So I was also doing a lot of community events constantly at a community event. I had three children at home that all were super busy, super active. My husband was traveling overseas and I just felt like everything was going to crumble around me. There are things that I don't even remember about those two years. Actually, most things I don't remember about those two years. It was a lot. I had to take everything day by day, but there were parts of me that were crumbling. My health was crumbling. My social life was crumbling. My marriage was falling apart. I did not have time for anything. I was in pure survival mode. Somehow I fed my children, got them to and from where they needed to be. I had to hire two teenagers to carpool for me, plus my neighbor's carpools. I was just surviving the day. I don't even know how I survived it. And those are just the basic things that had to happen each and every day, let alone when people got sick, when doctors needed to come into play, when family needed something, when babysitters were sick, like normal things that just happen. Those are not even the big things that could come into your life and knock you out of commission. So I want to talk to you about the myth of having it all, because I truly thought at that time I could do it all. I could have it all and I could be everything to everyone. So with that said, at the peak of my kids' childhoods, juggling multiple roles, multiple projects, trying to make a career, having a career, and a pressure to be everywhere and do everything, I honestly thought I had it all going until one evening my child asked me, A simple question. Why are you always on the computer? Wow. That hit me like a ton of bricks. I realized that while I was chasing the illusion of having it all, I was missing out on all the moments that truly mattered. I was missing out on their day-to-day, their growth, their after-school, the questions, their friends, the birthday parties they wanted to go to, some of their extracurricular activities. And I started thinking, like, maybe I should have had all my stuff together when I was younger and got my schooling out of the way and went to grad school before I had kids. I mean, I was a teacher, but I did that while I had kids too. I flunked out of my first year of college, not because I wasn't smart enough. We'll just leave that there for now, another story, another day. But I was what I called a late bloomer. And I started feeling so much guilt because my kids were paying the price. There is a dangerous allure of having it all. And the lesson to learn here is that the concept of having it all, not only unrealistic, it's also harmful. 
It sets you up for a constant striving and dissatisfaction. And the media often glorifies this idea of a superhuman who can juggle a high-flying career, a perfect family, and a robust social life, all while maintaining your health and your spirituality. Come on, let's get real. It is a setup for failure. Now, as a licensed professional counselor, I can tell you that this myth has far-reaching implications that go beyond the surface-level dissatisfaction. So let's unpack that a little bit. First, let's talk about the social media mirage. The role of social media platforms like Instagram and LinkedIn have become highlight reels where everyone seems to be nailing every aspect of life. You already know this, but remember, you're seeing a curated version of reality. It's like comparing the behind the scenes footage to someone else's highlight reel. These are things that you've heard before. But just the other day, a friend of mine who knows all of these things said, I was really sad when I saw a group of people that I've been friends with for 20 years and they all went on a trip and they didn't invite me. And I thought we were really good friends. Well, they didn't invite her because she ended up asking them about it. They didn't invite her because they already knew she was going to be somewhere else. And she thought they didn't like her. They didn't want her to be there. When none of that was further from the truth, it just kind of was an impromptu thing, not a planned thing. And yes, they could have maybe communicated with her, but they already knew she was busy. So this constant exposure to these perfect lives can lead to a phenomenon known as social comparison. It is a fast track to dissatisfaction and depressive symptoms. Now, stay with me a little bit because we're going to shift gears. That one's basic. That was one things that we kind of know, right? But what about the psychological trap? So from a psychological standpoint, the myth of having it all can lead to what's known as role strain. This is the stress and the tension that arises when we try to fulfill multiple roles simultaneously. So this is what happened to me in my story. I had role strain. I was wearing so many hats and so many different roles. I didn't know what was going on. So you're not just the CEO of your life, company, house. You're also a parent, a spouse, a friend, a spiritual being, a God's daughter, God's son, a teammate, an employer, a daughter or son of your own parents, a sibling, an aunt, an uncle, a neighbor. Each of these roles demands time and energy and emotional investment. So when you're trying to excel at all of them at the same time, you're setting yourself up for emotional exhaustion and burnout. But what happens then is called cognitive dissonance. Now, this is a big word, so stick with me. The myth also creates this cognitive dissonance where your lived reality doesn't match the social narrative of success. This dissonance can create a sense of inadequacy and even lead to identity crisis. You start questioning your worth based on your inability to have it all, which is flawed. It's a flawed metric to begin with, emotional cost right? It is a flawed metric to begin with. Then there's an emotional cost. 
The pursuit of having it all often leads to neglecting emotional well-being. You might be climbing the corporate ladder, but are you emotionally fulfilled? You might be doing all the things volunteering at your kid's school. Are you emotionally fulfilled? What about in your marriage? Are you emotionally fulfilled? Are you so busy you never get to it? Are your relationships nurturing or are they just in another box to check off? Because emotional neglect has long-term consequences, people, including increased risk of mental health disorders like anxiety and depression. So let's have a reality check, shall we? I like to live in the real world, real life, every day. What's the alternative? It's about prioritizing. So life is a series of trade-offs. You can have anything, but not everything at the same time. And that's okay. The key is to align your core values and your long-term goals. But how often do you even talk about core values? And it's not about achieving some perfect mythical balance. It's about finding a rhythm that honors those different facets of your life. I want to empower you to redefine success on your terms because success is deeply personal and ever-evolving. Your definition of success today may not be the same five years from now, two years from now, or six months from now. It's probably not the same as it was a year or two ago. The goal is to create a life that feels meaningful to you, not one that looks impressive to others. So how do you do it? How do you navigate it? First, you know me, I like to give application to everything that you could take home and put it into action. Let's define what having it all means. It's not ticking off every box society has laid out for you. It's about identifying what truly matters to us and then aligning our life to honor those priorities. For instance, I knew when I was going to grad school that my children really needed to have more attention and matter to me. And I went to my professor because I was having to go in person at night. So they weren't seeing me at all. And it was a drive. I live in Houston, Texas. It is a drive into town. And I was barely surviving it. So I went to them and I said, hey, each one, how many times a month can I miss to stay home with my kids? If I can maintain my grades, that it won't count against me. And they all worked with me. Then something happened. In year two of grad school, (laughs) the college moved. It moved further in town on the other side of Galleria downtown, which is the number two worst intersections in the entire country. There's one more in Los Angeles that beats it. Not even New York City beats this intersection. And I have to go through it at rush hour to get to class. I literally went into the dean's office and cried and said, I can't keep going. I'm never going to finish my last year. And They begged me to try. It was rough. I had to redefine again where my priorities were. I never did slow down. I kept going, but friends got told no. Date nights got told no. Kids' activities got told no sometimes. I mean, volunteering got told no. Lots of things got told no because I couldn't do it all. So, What you need to do is redefine what is having it all. It's not a one-time event. 
I felt like I had it all in that season. And my rhythm was pretty good. It was still exhausting, but it was pretty good. But it is an ongoing process to find the rhythm. Think of it seasonal. What season are you in right now? Meaning, do you have small children at home? Do you, are you just newly married? Do you have a career? Do you have elderly parents? All of those are different seasons in life and they're going to need a different rhythm. So it's about being intentional with your time and your energy. You see, time is a non-renewable resource. Once it's spent, you cannot get it back. So the question is, are you investing or are you squandering your time? So I want you to conduct a ruthless, ruthless audit of your time and energy. Take a week, jot down how you spend your hours. Are you dedicating time to what's generally important to you? If the answer is no, it's time for a change. I want you to start by setting some boundaries and we're gonna get into that in the next episode. Both at work and home, boundaries have to happen to protect what matters most. It could mean negotiating your work hours, setting up a dedicated family time, or scheduling regular time for self-care and spiritual growth. Spend this week tracking how you use your time. Be honest and specific. Use a time tracking app if you have to. The point is to get a clear picture of where your time is going. You might be surprised to find out how much time you're wasting on activities that don't align to your priorities. In that season of grad school, I did not do social media. I did not watch TV. I did nothing like that. There was no scrolling with the games. Back then it was Candy Crush. All of that got deleted from my phone because I was not going to waste one minute on something that was not a priority for me. Once you have your data, you've identified the top three to five things that are most important to you. What are they? What are the top three to five most important things to you? These become your non-negotiables. They could be your family, your health, your work, time with Jesus, growth. The key is to be brutally honest with yourself. What really matters to you? And then with your priorities marked out and in hand, it is time to set some boundaries. Next week's podcast has a deep dive into boundary setting, but for now, Create rules that help you spend more time on these priorities. For example, if family is a priority, maybe you set a rule that you won't check work emails after six. If it's your health, perhaps you schedule regular workout sessions and stick to them. No excuses. Speak it to the choir. Right here, guilty. Boundaries are only effective if the people around you respect them. So have open conversations with your family, your team, your children, about your new boundaries. They are not selfish. Make it clear why they're important and how they'll benefit not just you, but everyone involved. Because life is dynamic. What worked six months ago may not work today. Regularly review your priorities and adjust your boundaries as needed. Maybe you've achieved a work goal and now want to focus more on personal development. Adjust your boundaries accordingly. All right, folks, we've covered a lot of ground today. I hope you're feeling empowered to take control of your life. Now, if you're serious about making these changes, 
I want you to head on over to thrivelifetv.com and join the wait list because what we are doing here in these next five weeks, we will be developing a deep dive series on these very topics in Thrive Life TV that comes out in December. But for people on the wait list, they will get exclusive early access before we release it to the public. This is a resource you're not going to want to miss out on. And I hope that you find your rhythm in life because life is not a destination where you get there and that's the only rhythm you have. It's about your journey. It's about making conscious choices every day that align with your values and priorities. And remember, you don't have to do it alone. We're here to support you every step of the way. Thank you for spending your valuable time with me today. And if you found this episode helpful, please, please, please share it with someone who needs to hear it. Can you like it and review it as well? That helps me so much. Until next time, keep thriving, not just surviving. Thanks for tuning in to Couch Time. This is Amy Wine, and I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and gained some valuable insights that you can apply to your own life, relationships, and business. Remember, you're capable of achieving anything you set your mind to, and I believe in you. Keep showing up, keep taking action, and keep striving for greatness. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe. I would be forever grateful if you could please leave a rating and a review and share it with someone who you think could benefit from these conversations. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, keep living your life authentically and intentionally on purpose and keep thriving in all areas of your life. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Couch Time with Amy Wine. Are you feeling like your marriage is more about going through the routine than the romance? Just the day-to-day drudgery of all the things and the chaos that surround you that you have to do? You're not alone. Hi, I'm Amy Wine, your marriage and family therapist and founder of Thrive Life TV, and we get it. Impact-driven achievers like you deserve a marriage that is just as successful as your business and your career. Your marriage is about more than just staying together. It's about growing together, laughing together, and reigniting the spark that makes you partners in every sense of the word. That is where Thrive Life TV steps in. Join me for exclusive sessions. We're gonna tackle real life marriage challenges. From reigniting passion to deepening your emotional connection, we're talking real change, real results. It is time to transform your marriage into a thriving partnership that you both deserve. On Thrive Life TV, you're going to find practical strategies, shared experiences, and that extra push you need. Are you ready to up-level your marriage? Visit thrivelifetv.com and let's bring the joy and love and yes, the fun back in your marriage. I'll see you inside.